Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by 3M, PPG, and Breakthrough Academy. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and the host of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Today, we've got an awesome topic. It's one of the hot topics right now, not just even in the painting industry, but in a lot of industries and business worldwide, AI and then we're going to talk a little bit about social media. We're going to talk through the technology, how AI is being used for a lot of business owners. I know that was a big topic at PCA Expo back in February now. It's been almost two months, uh, which is crazy to think that much time has passed. And so Jeff is a good friend of mine. Um, he did an episode with us way back in season one, episode seven on social media. Um, it's been one of our most listened to episodes, um, all about how to utilize your personal social media account to help boost your business. Uh, and it's really funny because Jeff actually is in the mortgage industry, um, but he's learned so much in growing that business through social media, technology, things like AI um, that he's used. And now he's created his own media company and it has his hands in a lot of different areas to help educate business owners on how to utilize technology and media for marketing your businesses. Uh, and so we want to kind of dive into that a little bit today. Uh, like I said, he's he's very knowledgeable in this stuff. He presents on this all over the country. And so we're super, super thankful to have him here in studio with us today to record this episode. Uh, so I hope this helps you guys. I hope it helps you grow your business and get some good nuggets out of it. Thanks for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Jeff, welcome back to the show again. Thanks for being here. I was looking around for a teleprompter. Yeah. Like, damn, that we was got, good. We got a, thanks, really nailed man. that. Thanks. Just right off, you know, I, I will say the first like 10 episodes we did, that's not how that went. So it takes takes a little practice. You've evolved, yeah, man. We have. We have way back job. since when you were on yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, this will be episode 99 that we've done. Wow, so you were cool. no, number seven and now number 99. Very cool. So very cool. I was trying to get I'm you honored. to 100. I just couldn't get one in before that. So... Um, now that's awesome. And just tell us a little bit about yourself, just kind of high level background, who you are, what you love to do, what you spend all your free time doing. Do we have, uh, like two hours? Yeah, we do actually. It's gonna be two and a half hour episodes. So <laughs> yeah, you know, you mentioned it. Uh, I, I moonlight now in the mortgage business. Mm -hmm. It's still my day job. I guess you could say, uh, my partners might, uh, might, might argue that <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, we've, it's evolved. So it's a quick story. It's it, when I was, uh, six, seven years ago, it was about two, 2015, 16, looking to differentiate, you know, we had switched companies. And, and so I started doing video when nobody was doing video, just got lucky. And uh, that evolved into social. It's now since evolved into several businesses and uh, social media coaching is one of the ones I spend most of the time in social media creation. Cause I'm a, I'm a big believer in being a practitioner of what I'm an expert at. And I put that in quotations because you know, you don't go get a degree to be a social media expert. In, you know, that's not something that exists. So I, I use that loosely, but I like to believe that I just do it as much or more. That's kind of my goal. It's like if I was, uh, you know, playing basketball or, or if I was Michael Phelps in the, in the pool, like I feel like to be the best, you got to, you got to practice the most. And that's kind of 
what I do. That's awesome. What I love too, because you don't just talk the talk, you walk the walk, right? Like in your coaching people and when you're speaking with things, like I know, I see you, we're connected on social media, we talk all the time, like you're doing what you're telling people to do, right? And like for me, that just further validates your expertness that's a word now, um, in social media, because it's, you're getting that real-time feedback, right? You're doing the things. Um, and even, I mean, I've, I was, I was always a big believer in you, but after the first time I heard you speak at one of our local events here in St. Louis, and like, I started doing some of what you talked about and I was like, holy shit, this works. Like, like Jeff actually knows what he's talking about. Oh, and he's doing what he's talking about. Right. So, um, so I definitely applaud you in that because you definitely walk the walking and back up everything that you, you practice and teach with people. So, um, so I want to talk a little bit. Uh, I know the last presentation you did here in January for a mastermind event was all about AI and tech, and and that was a three-hour presentation. So we're going to condense that down a little <laughs> bit here today. Um, but I want to kind of talk through, like, you know, where do you see this going? Um, and what are some of the main ways that you see business owners utilizing AI into their business day to day. And, and I want to kind of cater it a little bit to contractors, but it can be a little bit broad too. Um, just kind of give me, give me a little bit of the rundown on it. Uh, the first thing I will say is, is, you know, AI contrary to what I think everybody is reading and hearing is not necessarily going to replace all salespeople or entrepreneurs or business owners, but the ones that don't embrace AI will get Placed. They will go extinct. And so if you're not wrapping your head around and tinkering with and playing around with AI, understanding how AI can help your business, you're you know, within the next 12 months going to be finding yourself looking up at uh, your competition who's been using it and is using it to their advantage. Uh, and so, you know, even like you mentioned, I was talking about it in January. And in January, it was an infancy relatively speaking. Here we are at the time of this recording in April, and I feel like we're three years ahead now. It's advanced three years. We've only advanced three months. And that's the reality of what I think people need to start thinking about is that, you know, technology, like the technology revolution took 250 years to reach underdeveloped parts of the world. It took, you know, it took the internet about 30 years. It took cellular devices about 15. Now it's taken AI months. And so things are now developing and moving so incredibly fast. Those that watch and embrace and adapt the fastest are they're going to be the ones who, you know, reap the reward. So, you know, I, it's, it's scary on yeah. one side and massively exciting in <laughs> yep. another. Yep. And it's honestly, there's so many unknowns. The best thing, like I say, you can do is just, just play with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it was funny because I had started hearing about you know, chat GPT is like the big one. I know we'll dive into that here in a second. Um, not too long before you were coming to do that presentation in January. And then I think I might've just got an account and tried it out like once right before you came and spoke about it. And I was like really just mind blown about it. Right. And then heard your presentation and now it's evolved and used it quite a bit here the last few months. But, you know, I think one thing that you said is, you know, about people being replaced, like, again, there's a lot of jobs that can't replace, right? There's a lot, there's some things that I might be a little worried about. Will be replaced. Right. Uh -huh. You know, hundred percent. But I think to the degree of where I really see this technology being beneficial, just on a high level for business owners, listen to this is it's going to help you run a leaner business because now you have a resource to help do things for you in whatever way that's going to be right. Um, like I know for me, 
we've, you know, I feel like there's kind of an, uh, an evolving here, right? You had like an assistant and then people started using virtual assistants, you know, outside the country. Um, and now we're in this AI technology that can do some things for you in your business. Again, depending on what your business is, depending on what you need, uh, but even just low level tasks, right? Um, sorry for my clients listening to this, but like we have some resources we've created of like sample core values and sample mission statements, sample vision statements. And that was like one of the first big tests that I had of using it in my business was creating these things. I'm like, I don't want to sit here and come up with 50 core values just as like some examples to like spark ideas with our clients. And so what did I do? Went straight to chat GPT, said, you know, write a list of 50 sample ones. I tweaked a couple of them and I was like, holy crap, like that took 10 seconds. Like, I'm like, I could have paid somebody probably $50 to create that, you know? And so just seeing the evolving of like what it's going to do for running leaner businesses um, is kind of exciting. And that's where I think a lot of people are going to be left in the dust if you don't start utilizing some things is your competition is going to have a leaner business to where they can reinvest into marketing or other things, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think a lot of people are going to get caught up in the, oh, this is unfair. It's going to replace humans' jobs. Right. And, and while you're sitting there whining about that, Again, your competition is going to be yeah. moving along. And, you know, whether we like it or not, it's like, you know, and you've heard me say this before. It's like I can remember my grandfather saying about computers however many years ago, you know, maybe 30 plus years ago. Like yeah. I'm never going to use that stupid thing. Now we walk around with them in our pockets. Right. And, and if you had looked back 20, 25, 30 years and said that's going to be the way it is, I would have been like, well, you know, what are you, how are you? Yeah. You're smoking, right? It's, right? And here we are. So it's like stop. Stop sitting there and looking at this stuff and and hating it and saying you're never going to use it because you're going to end up right in business six feet under. Like yeah. you're going to be dead. Right. And so yeah, it's it's and I can't even tell you what it's going to look like two months from no. now. Um, right now, I, I like you just said, it's it's a way to run lean. Yeah. It's I think it's also a way to get people out of that un, discomfort zone when it comes to marketing and social media because a lot of this all of most humans just lack that creative, you know, just, just that, that, that whatever it is that fires in your brain, right. we struggle with that. I didn't struggle with that. For the first, I look at AI, I'm like, damn, like this is going to even the playing field because right. I have an advantage. <laughs> yep. And, um, but still I look at it and say, well, I'm still going to have an advantage and because I'm going to take what AI gives me as a baseline, not right. be lazy and run with it. And yeah. I'm going to tweak it and do something with yep. it. Well, I think that's the big thing too, with a lot of people is like, I feel like AI is going to get things 80 to 90% of the way there. Right. And then you need to make it your own or people are going to start seeing through that. Right. Um, like I know if I probably had AI write an entire blog article and somebody read it that knows me, they'd be like, Chris didn't write that. He's not this good. Like he's not that smart. Right. Um, so I need to dumb it down to make it relatable and pretend like I wrote it. So, um, so you mentioned, uh, so we've kind of mentioned chat GPT. That's a big one. Um, I know there was another one you wanted to highlight too, um, that you, that you really have kind of been diving into and promote. Obviously there's so many different things we could talk about, but like, I want to narrow it down to a couple here for listeners to kind of walk away and start exploring. So what are some of the ones you're using? Yeah. I mean, syllabi is the other one. Uh, it's, it's spelled S Y L L A B Y and it's, it was built for social media. So it's designed to like basically help you create a social media campaign in like 10 minutes. You know, like you can ask it a question and it's going to give you, it's going to give you topic ideas from the topic ideas. It's going to help you write scripts from the scripts. It's going to help with captioning and hashtags yeah. and basically do everything for you. And 
basically less than 10 minutes. That's awesome. And you can come up with an entire, uh, you know, uh, social or marketing strategy just with a few That's awesome. questions. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. And then chat GPT, explain a little bit how you've kind of seen that used or how you've been utilizing that either in your business or with other people. I, I would, I would equate chat, chat GPT to Google. You, everybody knows what Google is, right? And so, uh, you know, the difference is, and the way I described it when I spoke, and I still would stand by this, you know, as I'm researching the topics that I speak about every year, and I'm, you, you know, I'm usually doing this three to four times a year, quarterly, right. roughly. Uh, I'm usually traditionally, and by traditionally, I mean a year ago, <laughs> right. uh, going to Google, typing in a few key phrases, and then just scanning articles. And it takes hours to go through it because you want to make sure that you know this, you don't just go off one biased opinion, right. essentially. Because everything so, online is true. So. Right, exactly. And and so I would, uh, I would do that, and then um, I did that. I did it the traditional way. And then I thought, well, I'm going to put the same question into ChatGPT. So I had spent several hours researching, kind of summarizing what I wanted to talk about. And then I asked ChatGPT the same question, series of questions. And in less than 60 seconds, over a series of questions, uh, they summarized what took me hours to do. And I was kind of pissed. I was like, Shit. <laughs> I just yep. wasted all this yep. time. Yep. And um, ChatGPT, because you can literally, and that's what it is. In fact, it's, you know, and it, a few months ago, of course, I was saying Google should be very threatened. Right. I've since I, I'll change my mindset on that. Google's building; they I have built. They need to improve it. Their own AI. Right. But you know, Google, I think, because you know, Bing, Microsoft bought OpenAI or invested in, and I think Bing has a steeper hill to climb to catch Google's name than Google has a, a, a yeah. less steep hill to catch up yep. with their AI. Uh, and so I think basically you're going to be using AI and not even realize it because it's going to be built into. Yeah. No, which is super interesting. And I know, um, what are some ways that you found like chat GPT to make it more effective? Like I've seen a lot of different things about like, you know, there's, there's ways to use it and there's ways to use it really well. Right. And like the prompts and the way that you word things, do you have any tips or, or ideas on that necessarily? Get very specific. Yeah. You know, as you're asking questions and, and it's like, it's almost like you're talking to another human. So as you, you can ask a very generic question, it'll probably give you a pretty generic response. And from that response, now ask a more specific, ask, you know, add, add more specifics into the question. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've actually got a list of, of scripts at home right now that I'm, I've been meaning to put into ChatGPT to help me come up with ideas because right. I want to start doing a bunch of like top five, top three style videos. And uh, again, rather than going to Google and doing the research, I'm just going to let ChatGPT spit it out for me. And um, and so literally like no one has any excuse for not coming up with content ideas anymore. Because if you just have just the simplest idea, even if you're not in front of a computer or in front, you know, if you don't have an AI uh, app, uh, you know, just text yourself a question, you know, and then go back later, put that question in and it should spark all kinds of creativity. There's really no excuse anymore. And that's part of, that's really part of it. Like those that don't embrace this, you know, those that sit on the sidelines and, and I'll, I'll say this, especially for contractors. We talked yeah. about this on that last episode. There's so much opportunity for, for people in 
most industries, contractors, apps, one million percent. I've got a, uh, I've got a landscape landscaper neighbor. He owns a landscaping company. He follows me on social. Always comes over and is like, "Damn, I just I really want to do. I love what I love this video. I love that. I just can't do that." I'm like, "Bullshit, Adam. Right. Yes, you can. Let right. me tell you what you should you be doing. Won't do it. There's a difference. That, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, you need to start embracing this stuff. And then I've got a home builder across the street from me, and same thing. Like, no way, I'll never do this. And so. I say that to the contractor listening to this, that that is your reality. The reality is, is most contractors are like most humans. They, it's uncomfortable for and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and get be in front, in front of, of the camera, camera. Yep. and do all of these yep. things, but the world is evolving. And so those that actually do embrace it, you're going to create such an opportunity for yourselves, just like I did in the mortgage business. Right. Nobody was doing this six, seven years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and the real estate business specifically, I would argue is probably one of the most innovative industries. And the reason is, is because realtors are all their own individual companies, essentially. So when you're talking about a painter, how many painters, real company painters are there across the country? Are there 2 million? I, I probably not. I don't know. Not, mm, probably not quite. I, I should know that number. I've heard it yeah, here recently. It'd be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be I mean, interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, but I would, I would wager that, uh, so in the real estate space, you know, you've probably got a 30 to 50% adoption of all of these kind of innovative tools in the painting world, in the contracting world, it's probably less than 1%. That should just should scream one word at you, opportunity. Yep. And exactly. those that jump on it are going to create so much business for themselves. Yeah. Well, and I think too, and, and I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of what we talked about on the last episode. So go back, listen to it to kind of understand the basis behind it. But it makes you relatable too, right? Like I think a lot of people, I think one of the things is people talk and they think social media is just like they got to push stuff out there to promote their business, right? And that's what we talked about a lot of the episode is like, no, promote yourself and talk about your business, right? Because when you become relatable to people and you connect with them on a personal level, you're entertaining, like all these different things that that will do for you when you're creating content that will grow your business, right? That's what you've done for the entire mortgage business. It's not been you on social media talking about mortgages. It's been Jeff sharing things about your family and all the things you do to Sarah. And I don't know how she's still with you, but props <laughs> to you on that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's her birthday I, I, day too, by the oh, way. Oh, that's Happy awesome. Happy birthday, Sarah. Um, you know, I, I love watching you guys on there. It's entertaining, right? But people connect with you on that, right? And then, oh, by the way, Jeff does mortgages. Oh, and he does social media coaching and all these other things. So um, you mentioned something earlier about like kind of a generic response. And then, you know, you can really dive deep with it. I just want to share one thing. So right around the time you had spoke, I started messing with chat GPT and I was like, hmm, like, I wonder if it'll write a job description for a painter. So I did. It spit it out. It was pretty good, right? I'd say again, 80% of the way there, some things that I would like to see differently on it. But then I said, hmm, I wonder if this can rewrite it and cater it to a D personality style. I had a couple of clients that were looking for somebody that was, you know, on the disc profile, a little bit more direct, a little bit more driven, kind of more in a leadership role. Um, and I was like, I wonder if this will tweak it to cater to that person and what it spit out. I wish I had it up. What here. did you ask it? Um, in, in I, regards to the D. On yeah. The so I literally said, so I had it, uh, I said, write a job description for a painter, for a residential repaint company. And then it spit out like kind of a typical job description. I said, rewrite it to cater to a D personality style. Um, on the disc personality, yeah. something like that. Like I was very specific. Very specific yeah. I was very specific and said, rewrite it for this. And like what it spit out, Jeff, I was like blown away. And that's when I was hundred percent bought into this because I'm like, this is, this is good. Right. 
Um, and I, it just, it's crazy to see, like, I won't bore everybody reading through it here on this, but like, it was just the, the lingo that it changed the words. Like I am a D personality style. So I know what speaks to me and what doesn't. And when I was reading that and I'm like, holy crap, like this is impressive. Um, and so I think there's a lot of things like that that you can utilize. Right. Um, I was playing around with it too. My wife's kind of been looking for other jobs and, and stuff right now. And, you know, I'm thinking through, I'm like, okay, what are we like, what personality style are recruiters, right? Typically D's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. little decisive yeah. decision makers. Yeah. And so I just literally copied her resume into chat GPT and said the same thing, rewrite it to cater to this personality style. And again, what it spit out, I was like, Hmm, that's going to catch somebody's attention. Right. Um, and so just, those are the types of things where I can see people utilizing this. And again, like you said, you got to be specific with it. Yeah. So um, let's talk about video a little bit. Um, you talk a lot about using it kind of in your advertising systems, communication, everything. What are some of the just basic tools and accessories that you recommend for shooting videos, pictures? You know, again, I'm kind of thinking of contractors, right? They, it's so easy. You have before and afters, you have job sites, you have so much you can use here. Um, again, time it's not lapse. that you can't, it's that you won't, uh, time-lapse. That's a huge one. So what are some of just the basic tools and accessories you would recommend somebody to get, um, to do some videos and stuff, you know, on their job sites and, and around. I mean, this is universal, yeah. uh, to be honest with you, it, you only need, uh, this guy right here. Yep. Uh, if you're going to get serious about it, you might buy a second one. Yeah. Uh, so that way you have one that's dedicated to, to video and stuff. And the other one that you can actually use for what it's what was it originally for as a phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, a tripod, you yep. gotta have a tripod and these are 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I can, I can even send you examples. You can throw them in the show notes that I personally use. And then, um, I'd probably recommend a certain uh, wireless lavalier microphone, probably an interview set, like a two, a two banger that just, there's like a little dongle that plugs into your phone. It's not expensive, 30 something bucks yep. on Amazon. Everything I buy is pretty much on Amazon. And uh, it's perfectly adequate for what you need. That's really it. Yep. Uh, if you're going to do talking head type stuff, you might want to invest in some lighting. Yep. Uh, but again, same concept. Like the lights in this studio, yeah. I have these in my basement. I, this was the traditional light from right. years ago. It's now since evolved to where you're getting them in these little itty bitty things that that project a ton of light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have some of those as well. Like you can get them for again, thirty five bucks. They come they come either on a tripod or on like an uh, arm extension that okay. attaches to your desk. Nice. And so for less than a hundred bucks, you're basically in business. Ready to go. Yeah. Uh, really, I think for, for, for a contractor who's going to be on the go, who's going to be doing stuff out in the field, I wouldn't worry about lighting. Just use what God gave you. Yeah. Just know how to use it. Know yeah. where to put the camera in relation to where the sun is yep. or where the light is, uh, you know, and those, those sorts of things. But honestly, there's so few contractors that I see doing it. You just doing it even doing it not in a great, not great yeah. is going to stand out. Because believe me, that's how I started. That's how right. everybody starts. Right. And uh, I, I, there just needs to be more pioneers. And the more people that um, become a pioneer, you just got to, you, you got to look at this. You've got to change the lens by how you look at your business. And social media and video needs to become a prospecting tool. No different than, than, than anything else that, that you're, you've been become, become accustomed to. But those... Those of you that are still living in, you know, the five, 10, this is how we did it 10 years ago. Right. Stop thinking that way. Like it's, it's uh, those, a lot of those tactics are going to either A, uh, just fade into the sunset yeah. or B, be replaced by AI. Because yeah. uh, when you think about, again, I'll use that real estate example. When you think about, uh, you know, calling on leads, bots are going to do a better job. 
when you when you talk about nurturing a lead, and this probably applies to contractors as well, especially if you're if you are creating leads, you know the biggest failure that most industries have with leads is is follow up, because most leads are top of funnel, meaning they're not ready to buy whatever it is. They're just consuming. They're kind of interested. Now, how do you stay in touch with them so twelve months from now they don't forget about you? Yeah. This is where social wins. This is why, and you know this, like I preach this so hard and practice it that. When you think about social media, it's the most non-invasive in-your-face style of marketing because why are people going there? Yeah. Now, it becomes in-your-face when you go there and market. Hey, I'm so, I'm Jeff and I'm a painter and let me tell you why I'm the best painter and why I, you should hire me. Scroll, scroll, you know, because uh, somebody's trying to sell me something. But when, you, when you're on there just sharing before and after, sharing – sharing aesthetically pleasing things, why they're there. And when you think about like why HGTV became so popular, that's why real estate also is popular on social, but real estate agents screw it up. Uh, just give people what they want, which is home walkthroughs, put some trending music on it and and add some sexy f editing features to it. And, and, you know, a painter, a contractor, they, you, the thing that most people don't realize is, is that this is very basic stuff. It's outside of your comfort zone. It's not what you're used to. It wasn't for me either. I had a teenage daughter teach me how to do all this stuff. And then I just broadened my skill set. And I have no formal education in it. I don't come with that background. None of it. I just figured it out, played with it and yep. figured it out. Yep. And now everything I do is on my phone. I edit on my phone. I do everything right here. And most people look at it and say, wow, that's amazing. I look at it and say, that's nowhere near what a videographer would do. But again, I'm pleasing the masses. And that's right. what matters. Yeah. Well, and I, that's a good, that's a good point of view because I think, you know, I remember, let's just even call it a few years ago, right? Like any videos you record and you're putting in Premiere Pro and you're editing and you're doing this and you're doing that. And now TikTok, Instagram, you've got obviously tons of apps and other yeah, stuff you can use cut. with it. Yeah. Um, like there's so many things that you can do with it. And it's crazy how much time's evolved. And I think one thing as we talk about using AI, you're using AI in Instagram when you let it automatically sync your photos in your reel to music. Yeah. That's AI. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So people are like, well, I'm never going to use that. Well, you're using it. You just don't know you're using it. Right. Um, so that's where I think this is going to continue to evolve to that there's going to be features and benefits coming out on social platforms that are using this stuff that you don't think about. Right. Um, there's not somebody behind the scenes like syncing your photos to music <laughs> like it's automated. Yeah, there's right? not like a little troll back yeah, there. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, one thing that, that you mentioned is we talked through videos. There's a, a company I met, Travis, uh, with Paint Ops down in Georgia at the PCI Expo here recently, and they have a video. So as we talk through like systems and how to utilize video in your business, um, they put a video together to send out to their customers after the, an estimate gets scheduled. So it's an automated piece in their CRM. As soon as an estimate gets scheduled, it shoots this YouTube video out um, that they've recorded and put on their YouTube channel and stuff. And it's just a what, do you, what to expect when we get there, right? And he sent this to me and I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like it's professional, it's branded. It gives the customer like kind of a good confirmation of why we're selecting this company to come give us a quote. Um, it gives kind of a good representation of what to expect today when they show up at my house. Like how long is this going to take? What's the process going to be? Um, but I think more than anything, what blew me away, Jeff, and I almost texted you this, he did it all from his phone. Like this video, I thought for sure, I was like, how much, I said, Travis, how much do you spend on this? Like three, 5,000, like totally would be worth it. Right. Like how much did you pay a videographer to do that? And he was like, no, he's like, we, you know, had two phones going and shot the whole thing. And, and I was like, no. 
way. Um, and so again, I think you got to think about it. Like I'm all for using professional videographers when you need to. Um, you know, we've had a good friend of mine, Levi on here with Splice House. Like they do amazing work. They're doing a lot of stuff for the soccer team, but there's a time to do that. And then there's a time that you can just do it yourself. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, but you have to be good at it. You have to understand what you're doing with it. Yeah. So, um, you have to take time to learn. You do. I, it's, it's one of those components that I think if, again, think back five years ago or yeah. however many years ago you got in the business, you were thinking, how can I be the best painter? Right. And it, it, it's, if you want to elevate your business, if you probably stay in business, That's, you're going to need to acquire some of these skills. And I know it's, I know for some, you're thinking, God, this sucks. Right. But don't look at it that way because trust me, a year or two from now, you're going to look back and be like, this is normal. And, and, and so you're, you're either going to be looking back saying, this is normal. And wow, this has really had a dramatic impact on my business. Or you're going to be working for someone. No. You're going to be out of business working for someone who did embrace it and they stole your business as a result. That's, that's the reality. That's it a is. harsh reality. It but is, but it's true. There's going to be changes coming for sure. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things you said this earlier, but like, just start somewhere, right? We have clients all the time. They're like, ah, I'm just not comfortable. I know I need to do, start using video, you know, job site videos and all this stuff. Like, and I'm like, just start doing it. I'm like, don't go live. Right. I said, start recording. I said, if you want to edit off like the first 10 seconds or something that you're kind of like getting started or like you don't have a smooth start and you want to restart. Okay. But like, once you start, like once you get into it, don't edit a single thing out of it. Right. It makes you relatable. Like if it's too perfect, it's almost a little weird. Right. That's why I try to script our intros occasionally here. So, um, but you know, you just need to start doing it. Right. Um, so what are, what are some changes, updates? And we talked about social media a lot, a couple, but that's almost been two years ago now. Um, most of what we talked about is still exactly relevant, but like, what are some changes and things that you've kind of updated in your presentations here the last couple of years that you're recommending to people? You know, we talked last time, a lot of, a lot of stories, you know, stories four to five times a day, post on your feed once a day. Um, you know, obviously we're still using personal accounts to really promote this stuff, but is there anything else and new that's kind of come that you've really been pushing? Just features, you know, just features within the apps. Um, it, you know, so for example, right now, if you're using, if, so if you just talk Instagram yeah. and this really is applicable to TikTok as well. And obviously Facebook to a lesser extent, yeah. uh, you know, using the remix or duet feature. So it's yeah. remix on, on Instagram, it's duet on TikTok. That's where you see those side by sides. There's yeah. an original video and there's someone just reacting to it. Yeah. Super simple to create. The app will reward you. If yeah. you do this consistently, you're just finding stuff that is relatable to your brand or your business, or maybe it's humorous or it's something, you know, about you personal. Um, just click the buttons to remix it post it and watch what happens. It will perform well. You, you're going to get some, maybe the plop, but some that perform very, very well. And then green screen's the other one uh, because it used to be that you had to like, you had to have really serious editing skills to be able to do green screen. And now it's built into the apps. Literally push up an effect button. It pulls up a green screen behind you go and then add media, meaning add a picture or a video behind you. And then you can squeeze yourself down. You can make yourself smaller, bigger. You can move yourself around the screen and just start talking about whatever's right behind you, which is whatever image you added. And it's so incredibly easy to use and using these features uh, is, is, you know, it's, so it's just, it's recognizing what features are kind of new and popular trending, if you will, and just taking advantage of it. And ironically, they just so happen to be super easy. Uh, I've actually admittedly, I, I teach this stuff 
and I don't embrace, I haven't embraced like remixing because I have the ability to do what's called a mashup. So I'll take like a Gary Vee video, I'll, I'll, I'll just screen grab it and I'll put it into my editing app and then I'll cut myself in and it makes the novice think I'm actually interviewing Gary Vee, which right. I'm not. But uh, what I've learned is that if I just remix Gary Vee, it actually performed better than the mashup, even though the mashup's well, way better put together. Right. But I'm like, why am I fighting this? Like, yeah. you know, I, there's a part of me that needs to continue to level up the game, right. but it's so simple. So that would be what I would say. I, I would say pay attention. You know, like I've mentioned this for years now, you know, TikTok really helped put me on the map because I recognized it as it, it was, as a serious threat, also a serious asset. And here we are, and it has completely changed the landscape of all of social media. They've copied it. And whether TikTok stays around or it doesn't, I think it will. Uh, it's it's already had a massive impact, and right. there's already uh, the next app that now we're starting to watch is called Lemon Eight. I've heard about it. Sounds it. like Lemonade, but yep. it's Lemon Eight. It's like my daughters describe it, and my daughters, by the way, are kind of my 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 social media yeah. savants. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're both very good at it, and uh, they tell me it's like a cross between Instagram and Pinterest. Interesting. And so, but but here's the funny thing: is the reason why we think TikTok might go away. Lemonade is also owned by ByteDance, <laughs> the same company that owns TikTok, right. uh, that also owns CapCut. Yeah. That's another conversation for another day that I could go off on a soapbox on. But um, that, that would be what I would suggest is that, um, you know, find your, your cornerstone platform, go all in on it, commit to it, uh, document, you know, get, get more into documenting your life, as you mentioned. And I think for for the painter who's thinking or watching or listening to this and thinking to themselves, I don't get it. You know, as you're creating those time-lapse of your projects or jobs, or you're doing befores and afters, or you're pu putting on the camera and doing a tutorial and explaining, this is why I'm doing this. Um, if you then, when somebody comes across that video and they like it and they follow you and in order to stay you know, and it's, it's to stay top of mind with them, the best thing to do is now, because you're not going to be putting out painting content every single day, but you are living your life every single day. And so if you're just documenting and taking a picture with your kids here and there, or videoing your kid on a swing or videoing yourself fishing or hunting or whatever it is you do for a hobby, now you give that audience who saw that video a reason to make you, you look like a human. You yeah. look real. Now it's relatable and it's like, damn, I really like this guy or gal because yep. they're just like me. And you just mentioned it. Like I mess with my wife and she messes with me back and we just document and share it. We're no different than most married couples. No. We just share it. Yeah. That's it. And, yep. and so I think that's what makes us so quote unquote popular because people just kind of live, they laugh vicariously through us. They're doing the same shit. Right. They're just not documenting. Exactly. Posting. And in yeah. some cases I'm giving husbands ideas on how to mess with their wives. And <laughs> yeah. in some cases I'm getting, she's getting wives ideas yep. how to mess with their husbands. Like, yep. like the Easter prank yeah. that they did to us. I just document it. That's it. And, um, it's, it's, people are overthinking it. They're thinking to themselves, why do people care? Uh, but, but the reality is they actually don't care about your business. They care more about your personal life. What you ate for breakfast this morning is more interesting to them than your business. Yeah. Because they're on social media for mindless scrolling. So get past that. And That's good. I'll give you a great example. My neighbor, the landscaper. Yeah. I've been busting his balls for years. And so now he's he's got so he's got this huge front yard. And and he's, you know, he told me from day one when he moved in, he's like, we're gonna put a huge retaining wall, but he's been working on a pool and this he's, yeah. he's just got a, a sick 
area because you can obviously right um paver paver driveway that's like half a mile it's ridiculous uh but he's he's now finally working on this project of this retaining wall it's yeah. a six-figure retaining wall in this front yard and i just decided the other day i'm gonna start snapping pictures every time i go out and i see something different i'm gonna snap it eventually i'm gonna have this whole thing and i'm gonna put it together send it to them and be like hey dumb shit the, this is all you had this do. is all you got to do yeah and just document it and i'm i'm i have no skin in the game yeah. i'm just your neighbor right. i'm just looking up seeing what's happening and i just yeah. take my camera out and take a picture of it and i'm like this is all you gotta do and you know as a contractor you're going to your jobs over and over and over yep. again you know throughout Progress. the process yep exactly like and i know you said it i'm gonna say it again just start doing it and then and then learn the basic skills of how to take those pictures put them into an app which is very simple to do youtube right. can teach you if you have a teenager they can teach you uh you can hire a business video school to teach whatever you want to do there's plenty of options out there it's really simple and you'll be blown away how simple it is yep. you just got to get out of your own way that's good i love that so last question i got for you before we wrap up here um, one question we get from a lot of people, obviously reels, TikToks, all that stuff is just huge. It's, it's great for the algorithms, all those things, right? One question a lot of people get is what is the benefit to the business? If it's a local business, that's only in a geographical area, right? So think your painting company, they do a reel. Obviously people all over the country are going to see that, but they're only really able to do services in their market. What is the benefit still of doing the reels and the TikToks. I've got my answer that I always tell them, but I want them to hear it from you for a change because I think our answer is probably going to be the same. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, obviously the more eyeballs on your content, the better. Um, it, you know, virality is vanity. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. And I think that goes to what you're saying here. Like if you gain a bunch of followers, if you're in St. Louis and you gain a bunch of followers in Idaho, wh why does that matter? It doesn't matter. Um, that's just clout. And, and if you get that clout, it will help your business grow because when the locals do see it and they see that you have a bunch of followers, it just legitimizes you. That's just, just the new world we live in. Don't worry about that though. That If that happens, great. If it doesn't, so what? But you should be geo tagging targeting your content and so you should be you know checking in location wise you should be hashtagging the location the areas anything that is going to basically spark the algorithm to notate to your audience or to an audience that okay this person is in this area that's what they then show the content to. So if you're consistently like, so my TikTok, which is built around the Lake of the Ozarks, I hashtag the shit out of Lake of the Ozarks. Everything's Lake of the Ozarks. I'm just all in. If my content gets seen by others, I don't care. But I know that I'm telling the algorithm, people that like Ozarks, give it to them. And uh, I mean, I'm now getting opportunities. In fact, I just got another one. Um, just the other day, somebody called me with some product. They're going to send me a free one. They said, create a bunch of content. We'll see what happens. Uh, basically, they just want me to help them blow up their product. And uh, it's really fascinating. But you just don't know what are going to what are going to come from those opportunities, yeah. you know? That's good. But when yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, like with the hashtags. A lot of people think that the hashtag is just for people searching for hashtags. No, the hashtag is helping direct the algorithm. 
right? It's cataloging it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, that's good. I we're hundred percent on the same page with that. So I Would just you have wanted, said anything different. Um, no, not really. I was just going to say the only thing is obviously the more people that see it, the more engagement you get, it will just boost the other stuff that you're posting to, um, you know, so that you're more likely to pop up on the people you may know in the area section. Absolutely. So no, yep. we're on the same page with yep. it. So, um, Jeff, I really appreciate you taking time. We could have turned this into like a five part episode, but I appreciate you coming and doing this. I always enjoy chatting with you. I think you've got so much knowledge to share and I appreciate what you do for business owners. I also, I definitely want you to plug your social stuff for people because one thing I also appreciate about you is you're always giving out ideas, giving out content and like helping us stay up with what's going on, right? Like what's changing with social media, new things, different things, kind of what you shared earlier. Yeah. Um, and so I appreciate that you just give that content out there for free. So how can people follow you on Instagram, TikTok, um, anything else? You easy, easy to find. It's my name, yeah. which you probably can see in the show notes yep. or on whatever, wherever you're looking at this. Uh, so just Search my name on any platform, you'll find me. Uh, but yeah, our, our uh, website for the social stuff is Drunk on Social. It's drunkonsocial.com. You know, we've, we put out blogs. We have, it's, it's all about the latest news. It's, uh, it's, you know, you can hire us. We do coaching. We do group coaching. We do, uh, we actually manage brands. So we actually do video editing. We uh, can do an entire, basically an entire uh, brand management on someone if they want to. Um, uh, so I would I would just suggest that drunkonsocial.com is the place to go. You can we put out and you mentioned it just so much free stuff. That'll never change. Uh that's just kind of who we are because I don't I don't know if you even know this. I may have told this story before, but the whole reason why this came around was because this was back in 2019 right before COVID, like we were looking at TikTok saying, "Damn, I wish I had had gotten on TikTok about a year earlier. And I yeah. was really early to TikTok right. comparatively, but I wish I was even earlier. And then we were my my partner and I were asking ourselves, like, why does why is why was nobody talking about this? It's yeah. only been talked about in the teenage world. Right. And so it's like, so we started doing some searching on why, you know, aggregators of social media news and strategies. And we found very niche stuff, YouTube specific, Facebook specific, Instagram specific, but nothing in totality. And so yeah. we thought, let's just build it. And so the the whole idea originally was let's just be the aggregator of all things social media. We're going to scour the news, yeah. talk about it, share it. And that's what it is. And yeah. so if you want to stay hip to this stuff, if you're interested in, like I said, staying ahead of the curve, yeah. selfishly, we did this for ourselves. Right. And then it just has evolved into something more because a lot of people have said, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. I want it. And so we just tell people like, you can go do what we're doing and yeah. research this stuff, or you can just follow us and we're going to give you the highlights. We're going to give you what you need. And uh, that's what it is. So drunkonsocial.com, that's also on every social platform. You can go follow us. We have a newsletter, which is really cool. Uh, so, I love it. Yeah, check it out. That's awesome, man. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate people like yourself that take everything and decipher it down into what do we need to know and do, it. right? Yep. So I definitely love that about you guys. So um, you're a genuine guy and I always appreciate you taking time to share with, with our listeners. Thanks so, for having me, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org. 